प्रणाम आचार्य जी जी सर आई हैव क्वेश्चन एज वी आर गेटिंग एडवांस इन मटेरियल प्रोग्रेस एंड टेक्नोलॉजी स्टिल एट द सेम टाइम वी सी देयर आर रैपिड इंक्रीज इन सुसाइड केसेस डिप्रेशन मेंटल हेल्थ इश्यूज क्लाइमेट चेंज एंड आई थिंक दिस इज ड्यू टू आवर एक्शन कमिंग फ्रॉम आवर नेशनल टेंडेंसी सच एज ग्रीड कंजम्पशन फियर सो सर माई क्वेश्चन इज हाउ कैन वी मिनिमाइज दिस टेंडेंसी इन ऑर्डर टू क्रिएट अ बेटर लिविंग फॉर आवर सेल्फ you don't have to criticize or minimize these tendencies per se you have to understand these tendencies fear says something will be taken away from you huh what is fear fearful of greed says come on go get that thing what is it that greed actually desires because if fear were only with respect to one object then fear would have been eliminated with the elimination of that particular object but that never happens right let's say you are afraid of the cat and somebody shoes away the cat the cat is no more there the cat has gone has the fear gone the fear is still there after the cat you will be afraid of the monkey then of something else then 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 fear continues let's say greed were with respect to only one object you get that object has greed disappeared no the greed is still there so what greed wanted has not been obtained with that object greed definitely wants something else fear definitely is apprehensive of something else does consumption ever satiate you fully you want more 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 what does that tell you there is something else that you want you do not know your urge to consume therefore you are consuming the wrong things and when it comes to greed and consumption uh, you also have uh, words like lust like the tendency to accumulate and hold they all belong to the same family irrespective of what you consume and how much you consume and how much you want to secure by your consumption by holding or storing or securing the object of consumption still there lingers a fear i'll never be able to consume fully i'm still not feeling fulfilled irrespective of the quantum of consumption i'm i'm still much at the same place internally so we have these instincts and those instincts are telling us something about ourselves and that's the way of self knowledge how will you know yourself there does not exist any tangible entity called i within you go get yourself x-rayed dissected you will never be able to locate the i within you it's not there in the heart it's not there in the brain where will you find that i 
and that I is all important. It exists in every bit of your existence. You cannot have a thought sense I. You cannot utter a sentence without I. Even if you do manage to construct a sentence that does not contain I, you will find you are still related to that sentence. So the I has indirectly come in. That I is ubiquitous, yet it is nowhere to be seen within you. How will you know the I? I can be known only in these tendencies. What is it that you are afraid of? What is it that you want? What is it that you have been avoiding? Hmm? Why does envy arise so much with respect to that person? What is it in that person that I covet so much that I am forced to become envious? Are you getting it? So, life is the name of these tendencies. If the I, that invisible I is not there, there is no life either. But life becomes beautiful when you know who you are. And life remains a blind rush, a series of staggering stumbles. If you do not know who you are, Never suppress these things when they arise within you. It's not without reason that you feel attracted towards any single thing in the world. There is a reason. However, that thing is not the reason. That thing is just an indicator of a deeper thing within yourself. That's where we all miss the point. If you feel attracted towards something, it could be a job, it could be a car, anything, a house, a woman, anything, a party. If you feel attracted towards something, you feel that the attraction is towards that thing. No, no, no. It's not that thing that you want. Nobody wants the things that he desires. No thing has ever managed to satisfy any person. However, you do want. The want is real. The thing is not. You cannot say, I do not want, because you experience the want. The want is what makes you the person that you are. The want itself is existence. But it's not that thing. You must be thankful to the thing, for it can be the means to open your own interiors to you. If you can understand why you are attracted to that thing, you will know something about yourself. So fine, thank you. Looking at you, I realized a thing or two about myself. But it would be a mistake. Sometimes, 
a life defining mistake to assume that the thing holds importance your central urge is different figure out that urge it's a delicate thing we are saying here one you cannot know your own urges in absence of the urges if you want to understand greed first of all greed must be there you are the greed when you know greed you know yourself and whenever there will be greed greed will be with respect to an object so greed is something you need to understand because you are the greed the object of greed is not all that important please understand objects have varied across cultures across human beings depending on the stage of life objects of greed they vary right you were so very drawn towards an ordinary piece of chocolate when you were 5 now you are drawn towards uh, something else a monthly five figure dollar salary maybe right so the object of greed has kept changing which simply means that there is no need to pay great attention to the object of desire the object of desire has kept changing desire has not changed use the object of desire to penetrate desire itself see what do you want you do not want that object when you are able to neutralize yourself with respect to an object it's a favor to both the parties especially if the object is a conscious entity you are relieved of the object and the object is spared of your desire both of you can then he was a sigh of relief as they say <laughs> climate change overpopulation biodiversity loss depletion of resources what is it when you do not understand yourself you do not know what you want then you simply indiscriminately violently consume all that you can classically the entire universe is called as prakriti everything including man made objects everything is called prakriti man too is a part of prakriti when you do not understand yourself that is when you do not understand prakriti you simply destroy prakriti there can be no love without understanding right 
that which you do not understand, you will never be able to love. However, you can be desirous, even without understanding. Today, if you, if you see glaciers melting and the coral reefs being destroyed and the AQI levels are, are beyond uh, tolerance, the reason is very simple. We have no self-knowledge, so we do not know this universe we are living in. I'm not talking of science. I'm talking of the relationship that we have with the universe. We do not know what is the right relationship to have with the world around us. So all we do is consumption and destruction. We have simply destroyed everything. There can be therefore no scientific or technological solution to this problem. The solution is self-awareness. Otherwise, technology will be used simply to consume. And you cannot halt the march of technology. Man is gifted with intellect and technology will keep improving. It must. Technology is a neutral thing. There is no harm in technology per se. Technology must improve in all ways possible. The problem is in the application of technology. Because you do not know yourself, so you will use all kinds of technologies just to fulfill your blind instincts. And those instincts can never be fulfilled. So the solution to all these problems has to be spiritual. When I say spiritual, I just mean self-knowledge. No mumbo-jumbo. Unless our education very wholeheartedly embraces knowledge of the self and life. There is no hope for man, for our various species and for this planet. And let's keep aside all that nonsense of man migrating to other planets and colonizing them and starting new life altogether. All that is childish fantasy. Not that that is not possible, but that's not the solution. Hmm? You are in IIT. See how your education has been throughout your journey from nursery till class 12th. Um, as they say, K-12 and now in your B-Tech or M-Tech program and after that you might decide to go for a PhD. See, all the while you have just been prepared to consume. Hmm? The entire focus of education has been to make you someone who will earn well. Right? People celebrate gaining entrance into IIT, not because they love knowledge, but because they know that fat packages are now guaranteed. Right? The entire emphasis has been on consumption. If you can get into IIT, you will get to consume a lot. If you can get into the one of the IITs, you'll be able to, to 
bite into the big apple, the United States. Especially if you can get into computer science, you will have a fat dollar salary. And that's what is celebrated. That's what uh, the entire preparation cycle is about, class 8th till class 12th, the entire coaching industry, everything. Who wants to just know and learn? And I'm not even talking of self-knowledge here. I'm talking of knowledge of the world. Even that is not something that is respected. All that is respected is consumption. Think of Indians, and it's an interesting thing. How many people know of the IISC? And how many people know of the IITs? And when it comes to their glamour quotient, the IITs far exceed ISC in, in the popular imagination, in the, in the common mind. Why? Because that science is technology. <laughs> and science is pure knowledge. And technology is to be used to ingratiate your desires. <laughs> so education has to change. We have been very badly educated. In, in, in the inner sense, we are all illiterates. It doesn't matter whether you are at an IIT or an MIT or Harvard, doesn't matter. We are fundamentally uneducated people. How can you call a man educated if he knows nothing about who he is in the first place? Think of it. It's amusing. <laughs> so, sir, uh, why are we not teaching self-knowledge in school? I mean, if this is what we all need in first place, what keeps us away from this? Give me the authority, I'll make the right policies. <laughs> How can you answer that question? There are the policy setters and they have been deciding the policies and the curricula and they have not been probably very wise or insightful people or they have simply been responding to the demands of the society. The society says we want first of all bread and butter and after that we want goods of daily use and after that we want goods of luxury and that's what we want. We have no patience with all this self-knowledge and whatnot. We want to consume and when we look at our peers in the West we feel envious. How are they in the West consuming so much? Their per capita electricity consumption is so high. Uh, the, the number of vehicles Hmm? per uh, thousand members of the population is so high there. Iron ore consumption per capita is so high there. <laughs> Food consumption, meat consumption, dairy consumption, consumption 
of all imaginable goods is many many times there why are we just left behind we want to catch up and what does catching up mean <laughs> we'll destroy the planet just as much as they do so that's what is happening so sir as an individual what other steps can we take if there are kids in your vicinity be very responsible towards them first of all you must know what is it that a human being needs to fundamentally learn you have to learn it for yourself first and then you have to take that knowledge to others hmm? helping others edifying others with self knowledge you realize is of much more value then just uh, ingratiating yourself so so that's probably the only way and and that's also been the only way possible historically know it for yourself and then disseminate it to others what else is possible hmm. utilize your resources your means your intellect your powers and see how it can be done and that would mean walking an authentic road there is no road actually <laughs> uh it's a jungle so you will have to you will have to make your own road hmm? i don't know i'm not in a position to conclusively answer this because even i am still in the process and one then must have the faith the love the courage to continue to be in the process because there is no no laid out road there is no royal highway ready made in advance waiting for you you have to proceed step by step and uh, and see uh, what's the next thing to be done what you want to however always remember is that it's important and uh, it's lovely there is there is no possibility of giving up it, it's just so important and it's joyful thank you sir